What up? Hey, what's going on, brother? What's good? Can you hear me? Can you see me? Yep, both. <clears throat> hey, do I look different in this camera? I got, I'm using a, a new camera that uh, my it company looks sent me. Looks yeah? good. Yeah. And he's uh, he's this headset too. Oh, is that from them to too? Yeah. God damn, they're whining and dining. Yeah, man. They get, hey, I mean, it's for work, you know, because we do everything on Zoom. No, nah, they were like, you know, B, we know you got this rad podcast. We're going to hook you up. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice side effect. Yeah, they're like, fuck all that work shit. You got that podcast. Yeah, shit. Speaking of work, man, I've been working like a dog. Yeah? Yeah, I was working all day yesterday. I was working just now before jumping on the call with you. Uh, but it's, you know, nothing that I'm being forced to do. It's just, you know, I want to do it. I don't yeah. like having stuff, you know, over like hanging over my head, you know. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm gonna finish up after I hit the gym. I haven't been to the gym in two days. I was sick this oh, past shit. week. Just like a cold. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It started. I woke up last Monday, just kind of feeling lethargic mm -hmm. under the weather. Had like a slight uh sore throat you know cough i just coughed sorry about that uh runny nose and stuff and i just had no energy man uh so i'm glad i'm able to work from home like i was able to like hide that shit yeah or at least you know not spread it to anybody else but it kept because i'm usually you know when i get sick you know unless it's like the flu mm -hmm. you know if it's like a little cold like take the medicine like the next day i start to feel better but this thing was persisting and i thought man maybe it's covid yeah. Cause like, cause again, the lack of energy and everything. So, you know, uh, I had some tests. Did you get tests sent to you by the government? Yeah. 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 And I, yeah. I bought a bunch too. I have like a stockpile here now for some reason. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you go to, you know, any store now and there's just like mountains of tests. Yeah. Finally. Fucking yeah, I know. Yeah. Three years it, after the shit. Yeah. yeah. It came in handy though. So I used it on Thursday, um, just to kind of rule out or to see if I had it. Yep. And was first time I ever took a COVID test. Uh, first time yeah i had to stick that some bitch in my nostril you know mm -hmm. and both nostrils and everything i'm like a chemist in there you know in the bathroom and waiting the 15 minutes and i'm like oh i hope i don't have hope i don't have it and i didn't it came back negative mm -hmm. so and i feel great today not great but i feel the best that i felt in a while so i'm definitely gonna hit the gym after this mm -hmm. you know hopefully sweat out the rest of whatever yeah but yeah so how you been I've been well, man. Well, I mean, I'm sorry to hear you've been sick, but I'm, I'm glad uh, you're on the mend. That's good. Um, yeah, I've been good. Just uh, nothing too new or exciting either way. Just kind of middle of the road right now, which is I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Um, yeah, what did I do this weekend? Uh, I feel like I did something on Friday. <laughs> I think I just worked. I'm gonna say you obviously worked. Yeah, I think I just worked. I guess I didn't do anything. And then uh, yesterday, I just had a couple clients, and then a friend came over, and that was it. And Lady then, friend. Yeah. 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 Uh, is this a new one or no, no, no a, same, a recurring same, same friend? Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So we had a nice time, and now I'm here. I'm gonna do this, and then uh, tonight, a buddy of mine, he found like in woodland hills or something he's like oh they're doing like a showing of Smokey and the bandit do you want to go and i'm like i don't really care about that movie but i want to hang out so sure yeah so sure so we're doing like dinner uh with like some of his friends who i, I don't think i know any of them and then uh the movie 
is the movie is it is this like one of those outdoor showings like in a park or something or is it in a movie think theater so. i think it's in a theater but i, I okay. honestly have no idea yeah i've never seen that movie spoken of bandit i don't it's know Burt reynolds and shit, right Burt reynolds yeah yeah yeah. yeah, it never seemed like a movie that I'd be into. Same. It feels like it's just going to be some, like, uh, obnoxious white guy shit with, like, <laughs> you know, like, racist undertones. That's, what, that's, that's the feeling I have in my gut. That's the feeling that I've always yeah. felt about it, too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know your thoughts on the next episode. Because maybe, you know, we'll, we'll both be proven wrong. Or you'll uh, prove me wrong. Where it's like, you know, B, it was great. It was nothing like I thought. <laughs> Something you know? tells me that we're going to be... We're going to be pretty accurate, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's it. That's all I got going on. Sweet, sweet. I'm drinking tea. I switched to tea. Oh, yeah? I haven't had coffee in, uh, I don't know, like a month. So I've been drinking tea. Happy. So is it. that a, a decaffeinated tea? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. This is some uh, decaffeinated chamomile tea. Oh, I like chamomile tea. It's delicious. I like tea. I mean, I'm drinking, you know, some coffee right now, but I yeah. definitely get down with the tea. Uh, honestly, I, I drink the coffee. It helps me, uh, helps loosen my bowels. Yeah. You know, makes it good for number two. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so I saw <clears throat> Morbius. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You didn't pay for it, did you? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I did not. <clears throat> have you seen it? No, I have not. Okay. I have not. I, uh, I told you I saw Sonic, though. We talked yeah. about that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I've, so, oh, maybe that's what you did Friday, and it was so bad you forgot that you had even saw Morbius. Maybe did you watch is, it on Friday. I, I think I might have. I think I. Yeah. I think I split it up into two days, though. It took two days to watch that. It's not that it. Okay, so here's my take. Yeah. Um. It's not good, but it's well enough. <clears throat> it's made well enough. Like it's it's a, it's a competent motion picture. Like they, it's it's clearly made by people who have made things that they know what they're doing yeah so it's like i'll give it that um and it's like you can follow the story it's not uh there's nothing so egregious about it necessarily but it is wholly uninteresting like from jump i you just everything is contrived and cliche and um it just feels like they just pulled whatever cheesy bits from other movies to make this movie. And it's, it's very boilerplate. So boilerplate. It is just so, all I kept thinking, it was like, this is so uninteresting. Like that was the only, it's not, it's not, it's not bad because it's stupid. It's bad because it's, it's boring. You just don't give a shit about what's going wow. on. Um, And it's, you know, all of it's just very obvious. And like, there could have been a good movie there. So uh, Michael Morbius is this scientist with this horrible uh, degenerative disease that he was born with. He can barely walk. And he's like a super genius. Great. Easy. No problem. And uh, he lived in this home that he was with this other kid who is his best friend who has the same affliction he has. Uh, he... They realize he's a genius and they send him off to a school. They kind of allude to that it's like Professor Xavier's school. Um, they're like, there's a school upstate New York for gifted youngsters. Oh, geez, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So everything's very on the nose in this movie. Um, so then, you know, you cut back to him later and he's, you know, getting like whatever, like a Nobel Peace Prize or some shit. 
And uh, there's a scene where he's like, I think it might be the very first scene where he's taking a helicopter to some remote place somewhere. And it's like this vampire bat cave. Um, and like, you know, it's, it's just so cliche, like all the the people who brought him there are like scared, but he's like not scared. And he stands there and all the bats fly out at him. And he's got his hand forward. You know, that's, that's, that was like one of the big shots in the trailer. Was oh, that that scene. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, with all the bats flying at him. And it's like, they kind of insinuating that uh, that's how he gets his powers or whatever. Yeah. It's not thankfully, yeah. but it was still dumb. Cause it, because it's not how he gets his powers. It's like, well, why the fuck, <laughs> why is this even happening? There are vampire bats everywhere (laughs) you you don't need to travel to some remote place to to do this and also like they portray vampire bats as like these vicious creatures who will like tear apart a body or something like that but it's like it's pretty common knowledge that they're really harmless and i mean they a very small number of them carry rabies just like any other animal but like the way they feed like they creep in at night they make a tiny incision and then they, they drink blood and then they take off and they're really tiny. They're super small. So it's like they're trying to portray them as these like vicious killers, but like they're just not. They're just not that way. So it just felt very weird to me too. Um so anyway, he's obsessed well, with vampires. I mean, you don't you don't go with a movie called Morbius expecting uh, accurate uh depictions of uh, for of, <laughs> of these animals. It's like, you know, it's a vampire bat, so it's got to be the most gnarliest creature imaginable you know right but it's like you know they they, um they established shortly after that they're like oh they have some regenerative thing in their blood and that's why he's studying them so it's like okay just do that like you don't (laughs) you know so anyway he comes up with this serum that uh you know is supposed to help him and he takes it and uh yes it cures him but surprise surprise it turns him into a vampire man and uh he proceeds to murder everybody in this lab that he's in and for some reason, I don't, I th- I feel like I missed something, but there's like armed guards in this lab. I don't know why, but he kills all of them and he takes off and you're like, okay, he's a bad guy. Cool. And then his friend sees him like walking around. So he goes to him and he's still on his crutches or whatever or whatever. And he's like, uh, give me the serum. And he's like, no, this is a curse. And, uh, then he leaves and then the the friend ends up sneaking in and taking the serum anyway and then now he's the evil version of as soon i'm I hate to interrupt you but <laughs> please go ahead as soon as you I'm had mentioned myself, so. the friend early on when they were kids mm-hmm. as soon as you mentioned that in my head i'm thinking there's your bad guy exactly right exactly. there and as soon as you see him on screen you're like well he's he's the bad guy yeah yeah and he is um now again like they're so they're in new york and uh, they're, you know, Morbius is trying to stop his friend who's murdering just people because he, he's like, I'm basically a god now, so I'm just going to kill everybody. And you're like, fine, this is fine. The premise is fine. I get it. It's simple. You can make a movie out of this. Like, <laughs> you could make their best friends and now they're fighting to the death. Okay. Like, yeah, you, you, <laughs> you could do it. But it's just so fucking boring. And like... um, <laughs> It's weird too, even with the CGI, like they they can basically like go in and out of like looking like a vampire monster when they like they, you know, their face gets all sunken in and their skin gets gray and they grow these teeth and their bone structure changes a little bit. And you're like, why is that happening? I don't understand why that's happening. But okay, when they jump or fly or whatever, there's like this CG trail of 
whatever behind them. Saw that in the trailer too, yeah. Yeah, and I kept going like, why? What is, what's happening here? What What is this trail behind them? And what, what's really weird about it, it's not like they're trying to uh, suggest that they're moving so fast that they're creating a blur. Because it's like a, it's like a dust or gas trail behind them. So it's yeah. like something that's actually happening. But what's really dumb about it, and this is, this has something to do with the director, the art direction, because it, it the, the trail changes color based on the clothes they're wearing. There's a scene, you know, he's mostly in black. So it's like this black trail and you're like, okay, fine. It's, that's just a choice they're making, whatever. Then there's a scene where he's in prison. Morbius is in prison and he escapes and he's flying and he's wearing an orange and white jumpsuit. And guess yeah. what color the trail is now? Fucking orange, orange and white. And, white. <laughs> <laughs> and then like later he's wearing purple and then it's purple. And you're like, is something happening to their clothes? <laughs> What's going on here? I love, I love, the movie is so dull and boring. Yeah. That this is what <laughs> your mind uh, gloms onto. Where yeah. It's like, I, I'm trying to understand. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's got to. What's the backstory with these trails? Yeah, it's gotta make sense to this. Got it. Yeah, it's so like you know, it's just <clears throat> everything that's happening. You're like, yeah, okay, fine. I just you just aggressively don't care. So uh, wait, wait, was yeah. there any consequence of Morbius? I mean, you said he was in jail. I mean, did he feel remorse of killing yes, everybody? Yes. So he he okay. he realizes like, oh, this is bad. I'm a monster. I can't control this. I need to stop this. And then when his friend takes a serum, he's like, now I need to stop my friend. Um. So yes, he he. He doesn't want to kill people anymore. Um, and, okay, so he murders all these people. And then running through New York and in the news, like, there's they're talking about the murders. When you're writing a script, sometimes, like, you'll – or writing anything, you'll get to a – I'm sure you do it when you're writing for your work, too. You'll get to a thing, and you're like, we need to call this something, but I don't have a good name for it. So I'm just going to call it something generic. Yeah. And then, like, in parentheses or whatever, so I know – Later, I'm going to come up with a that. good name yeah. for this. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, I'm guessing that at some point there was a draft of this script, probably the first draft, where they're like, yeah, and then the newscaster is saying uh, we are reporting uh, on the st string of murders in New York City that uh, the public have dubbed or th from this murderer, the public have dubbed the vampire murderer. or the Yeah. And then, like, you think I'm going to come up with something better than that. They just didn't do that. In the movie, there's a newscast, and the newscaster is like, there's been this uh, series of murders that is eerily similar to vampires, and the public has dubbed this the vampire murderer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? The vampire murderer? And like they, they said vampire back to back. Like, it's like it's a vampire. They have calling him the vampire murderer. The vampire <laughs> like, murderer. That's so terrible. <laughs> so, oh, um... He falls in love with his friend, Morbius does. He falls in love with his friend who she was like his assistant or whatever. And then the bad guy sees that. So he basically kills her. And then, so like again, there's like some, you could, you could pretend to have a compelling thing like with a love story. There's no reason for this love story in this movie. But then Morbius finds her like dying and then she's like, don't make it for nothing. So then when she finally dies, he drinks her blood and then he gets like way more powers. Like now he can like fly, just fly, not jump far, but fly. And he can like see time and space and wind and whatever. And, you know, ultimately he kills. He gets he gets this this upgrade from her. 
I don't know. Did she, did she have any kind of? No, she's just uh. a lady. But like, there's a part where so he has all these extra powers now for no reason. The powers that his friend does not have, and like they're fighting in this subway tunnel or whatever, and then he like puts his hand out, you know, like magic power hand out. And then the, just like uh, the eleven, the, the 11, eleven hand, yeah, the, the eleven, 11 hand. hand, and then there's like millions of bats come in and start attacking this guy, and he can like fly with the bats and control the bats for some reason, and then he wins, and now he's a you know creature of the night and whatever, and then, and that's it. That's the movie. It, it's it's as it's as dull and uninteresting as I just described, and then there's a post credit sequence. With Michael Keaton as yeah. uh, <clears throat> Vulture, and like they're talking about, like, oh, he just showed up in a jail cell, meaning like it had something to do with the multiverse. And you're like, okay. And then he shows up to Morbius for some reason, and he's like, uh, I think a lot of this has to do with Spider Man. Let's team up. And then Morbius is like, interesting. Like they're going to be the Sinister Six. But like, the whole movie was about him not wanting to be a bad guy. Wait, 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 wait. When you say Keaton just shows up, yeah. like shows up as far as like he comes to a portal or something? Or... I guess. He's just in a jail cell and then they're, they're reporting on it like this This guy just showed up. We don't know how he got here. He was inside the jail cell. Oh, oh. And then, yeah, and then all of a sudden he has his vulture gear and he flies up to Morbius and he's like, let's team up and fight Spider-Man. And he's like, okay. And that's it. And that was their, oh man, yeah. Because so I read a lot of stuff about this movie, you know, post release, and outside of everything that you described, but that, that was one of the biggest things. People said, "Look, I mean, like like you described, you know, competently directed, but just boring and dull, and just kind of there, right?" Yeah. But there was I read a lot of people really angry about that post credit scene. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. People were not happy. They're like, "What the fuck?" Like it just. It felt obviously tacked on. Totally. And not a part of whatever they just saw. 100%. So, which, as you just described, because I'm like, what's that? Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, it's well, weird. Like, you, think that, you know, Marvel, you know, obviously there's a lot of hits and misses in, in the MCU. But, like, they've really tried and spent years crafting this giant universe. And then it's weird where it's like DC and Sony are just like, no, we could do it in, like, one line. We'll just yeah. say one thing and then like, oh, we got a universe. It's weird that they think that. Yeah, especially with Sony, you know, because they are, you know, they're partners with uh, mm -hmm. Disney on the MCU. Mm -hmm. But it's like they're the uh, it's like the folks at Disney are like the. Uh, you know, the the honor students, Yeah, you know what I mean? And then the people running Sony doing, you know, these uh, partnered Marvel movies. They're like the class clowns. Right. Where it's like the honest <laughs> students are like, well, John, just please shut the fuck up. I'm trying yeah. to listen to the teacher here. Yeah. This is important information. And then, you know, these guys are so like, ah, they're just, you know, fucking around. It's like <laughs> yeah. cheating off everybody's chest. And, yeah. You know, and occasionally they'll get it right. But more often than not, more they just not, fumble they everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So I, you know, it's if you're you know what that movie is? Morbius is a movie where if you go out drinking on saturday night and then you're super hungover and you just want to like chill on the couch and order postmates and just watch something that you don't care about because you can't focus on anything that's like a movie like if, if it was on tnt or something like that you would just like let it be on 
just let it be on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, if I if I'm in that situation, I'd probably just put on Seinfeld. I agree. Just let that, I agree. Just yeah, let yeah, that yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. Loop on <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like if it was on, it's not gonna like offend you or anything like that. It's not so bad that it it's gonna bum you out. But uh, you won't give a shit about anything that happens in it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing too, where it's like you know, I would rather a movie be bad yes for trying yes to be better than what it is totally. like venom like i hate those fucking movies but at least i mean i really hate them both of them but they're going for something yeah it's, it's just the thing that they're going for is a thing that i did want out of that <laughs> character right but they were trying for something so i'll take that you yeah. know you swung for the fences you know it still made a lot of money you know i know a lot of people like those films i didn't but i would take that I have more respect for that attempt than a movie that is, like you said, just very rote by the numbers and just uninteresting. Yeah. There's nothing worse than a movie or honestly any bit of entertainment that is just yeah. kind of there where I'm yeah. like, absolutely. You know, you spent all this money, hired all these people, and you just kind of kept it. Yeah. Like a flat line. Like you, you're you going to try to invest the same amount of time and money. Like, why wouldn't you get people who could do something interesting with this? Right. Like, it's, it's yeah. costing you the same amount. Like, <laughs> there are people who could have written a good movie around this. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I will yeah, say the there are like <clears throat> visually it's not it's not very interesting visually, but there were some cool moments where like it looked like a splash page at some points. Like some of the action, they it just felt big and the scope was interesting. And I was like. They should have leaned into that. Yeah, they should have yeah. said like, oh, well, maybe even stylistically we can make this very exciting and then not take it so seriously is not the right word. Like do it earnestly, but not take it so seriously like it's a it, – it was almost like they thought it was like a serious drama. Yeah. But like none of these comic movies are serious dramas. Even though there are stakes and they're serious, they understand like, oh, this should be an adventure and it should be exciting. It should and be big. It should, it should be bombastic. Be yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. And there was like some shots where it's like, oh, like it looked like a splash page or a cover. And I was like, that that should have been the movie. Like that they should have done that. Yeah. And like vampires yeah. are cool. How can you make vampires boring? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was just really dumb. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. Uh, well, thank you for uh for having watched that and giving yeah. us, you know, this review. Because uh yeah, I sure shit was not yeah. going to. Um and I hate to say I told you so, but <laughs> I, I expected, but, I, but I think you knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah I expected nothing good. Yeah, I expected. Be good. Yeah. And I, I've had it sitting and waiting for, I don't know, like a month. And I just have not had no interest. And I was like, you know what? Let me just put it on. Maybe I can. Maybe it'll be something for the podcast. Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, maybe I'll have something to say. Have some material. How, well, how long is it? Is it short at least? It's not it, two hours, is it? It might. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, it. It. It's weird. It kind of walks this line where it felt like it was moving, but it also felt like it went on for a long time. Let me see. It's an hour and forty-eight, 48 minutes. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. Know, it's it's and that you know some of that's credits. So that's an hour and forty-eight minutes too uh too long for my yeah for my for my liking yeah um you know so you take off you know whatever five minutes for credits or ten minutes for credits or whatever it is it's, it's basically a regular length movie, but it didn't. It felt uh, more. <laughs> it felt more arduous to get through than like the Batman, which is a three-hour movie. Yeah, yeah, and, and the Batman's great. interesting. Yeah, it's, but it's it is interesting. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, again, thank you for your your service. <laughs> yeah, my no friend. problem. 
you did it for the podcast, and I appreciate it. Yeah, hope everybody enjoyed it. And yeah. if you and if you liked Morbius, I don't have anything like negative to say about you as a person. It's fine. I get it. You know, if it, if it touched some itch in you, but it's 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 just boring. It's just boring. Nothing worse than being born. It's it's, it's it is it's the worst. It is the yeah. worst. But yeah. Uh, you know what's not born was this new Stranger Things. A fucking men. Uh, I wasn't sure because you had hit me up. Like I knew it came out mm-hmm. um, Friday. They had dropped it, and remember you had you sent me a text saying, "Hey, you got to check out Stranger Things." And I was because I was I was still working. I'm like, "Yeah, I want to." I I'll try to get at least one episode in before you know you know we got together. And that was Friday. Friday night I watched. Or during the day I watched the first episode. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. And uh, you know, I kind of took time and I watched it without any. I wasn't working. I just focused on it and it finished. And I said, I, I, I quickly turned off my Netflix, got back to work and finished up my day because I knew that if I let that thing go to the next, <laughs> yeah, that 10 second the rest timer. of my day was going to be shot. I wasn't going to get any of my work done. So I'm glad I had the, 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 the willpower to stop yeah. myself. But that Friday night I resumed and I think I watched, so the first episode, and then I got to like episode three, and then Saturday I woke up early, started working, and I put it on, and I just ended up watching everything. Yeah. Um. It was, I mean, I've got I've got issues with it, mm-hmm. but overall, because it was seven episodes, right? Yeah. This because they yeah they yeah so split into two. Split into two this <laughs> this this season. Um. Overall, I thought it was. It was great. Yeah. Um, and Stranger Things is one of those shows, and we always talk about this, where even if the show was just okay or, you know, a little bit less than what it is, I still would thoroughly enjoy this show off the strength of the cast mm-hmm. and the chemistry everybody has alone. Because mm-hmm. it's one of these shows where I just like being uh, – I just like watching these people. Yeah, you just you I like being – yeah, I like hanging out with them. I like yeah. being in the company of this cast and how they interact. And, you know, it was a season four now. I mean, these guys have been together four seasons. And, I mean, they had chemistry from, from season one, but it's like everything now, it just feels that much more earned. Yeah. And I'm just so much more invested in these characters. And, you know, I didn't think I could get more invested in. And I, I said just off the strength of the writing, you know, uh, I give a credit to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love this this uh, this first half of yep. this season four. But like I said, I do have some criticisms Same. and Same. complaints. But what yeah, what are your uh, I, what's your I, overall what's your takeaway? I totally agree. I um you know, I like season 1 is fucking amazing. Like it's it's so perfect and incredible. And then season 2 are are good, but like they feel a bit contrived and a little forced almost. Like uh, yeah. the, some of that magic was gone and I think, you know, it's common like you have such insane overwhelming success. And now you have to like, okay, do it again. Do and it again, yeah. That's that's brutal. Um, so, and then both of those seasons are good. It's not that they're bad. They're not bad. They're they're good, but they're definitely there was something missing, and it feels and you know I think pe- everybody kind of had that opinion, and it feels like the Duffy brothers heard that, and were like, okay, we need to really really find what we have to say in this again. Yeah. And then they fucking did. 
Because, yeah, right from jump, it, it's moving way faster than the last two seasons. Um, and, yeah, it, it's great. It's The horror elements are fantastic. They're not, like, in the season two and three, it felt like they were really trying to force the nostalgia. And then this, they just let it be there again. Yeah. Like the first season. So it, it just, it, I love it. Um, and just like you, man, the, the chemistry, when, it, when I finished it, so I started on Friday between clients. I had, like, a couple of Zoom clients left. And I started, I think I watched two episodes, and then I worked, and then I spent the rest of the night finishing the season. And uh, like you, I have I have a couple issues, uh, but overall, I was like, this is fucking amazing. I have such a crush on Maya Hawk, uh, Robin, the lesbian girl. Yeah, wait. Oh, that, oh yeah, that's uh, Ethan Hawke's daughter, right? Is that right? think so i didn't know that i just knew that that was her name um i'm pretty sure it is she is the daughter of uma thurman and ethan ethan hawk yeah yeah how do you like that i like her a lot and she was introduced and she's she's you know she's i'm using finger quote she's new to the show yeah she she debuted in the last season uh but i'm glad she's back and i'm glad that she's part of the uh, gang now totally her her and uh steve harrington uh yeah them together i love so they might be my favorite pairing. I love them so much. They're great. Um, but yeah, man, I uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I, so so season two, I didn't think it was. I, so I'm just gonna yeah. So I'm gonna rank them. That was so the one I with thought, the dog, right? See, that's the thing. Like I don't even I, I think really remember season one. two. I think it's a dog one. Okay. I, yeah, I thought season two was all right. Definitely yeah. like a step down from that magnificent first season. But mm-hmm. like you said, it's like. I mean, how could you? I mean, that's that's a hard thing to follow up. Totally. And I do agree that I think you know because of season two, and I think yeah, the Duffer brothers—they were—is that what they are? The Duffer? Duffy? Duffy? Yeah, yeah. The 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 showrunners, the creators. I think they did exactly what you described, where it was like, okay, this show needs to be about something. And by see by season three, where they had introduced them all and the Russians and everything, it felt like they had kind of found okay, we know now where we're heading. Right. And it kind of like for me that 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 third season kind of you know realigned everything to where, and it got me back much more on board. Totally. I thought season three was fantastic. Yeah. And then you know the season four, you know it feels like okay, and everything is coming to a head, mm-hmm. to a close. I don't know if they've announced that, that this season four is the last. I can't remember if they said that the second half of this is the last, or if there were two official more seasons. I know it's sh- I know it's soon, so it's either this second half is the end or there's one final season after okay. this. I don't remember what they said. Yeah. Cause I mean, the way that it seems to be building this, you know, this current season, it seems like it's coming to a complete, like, like, like the end yeah. of this. Like, I mean, they introduce, I mean, look, obviously we're going to be talking spoilers here. So yeah, yeah, if you yeah, haven't yeah. seen these seven episodes, you know, please, you know, just watch them and come back. But I mean, they introduced Vecna. And he's the big bad of this uh, of this season, and I mean, I the way that by the, by the, that seventh episode they do the big reveal of him, which I mean, I'm sure you pre- you probably figured it out. The second they introduced <clears throat> the where he cut like uh, in whatever episode two or whatever the, the blonde guy in the yeah. thing. The second I saw him. And I realized he wasn't like an AI thing. The second that happened, I was like, oh, that's him. 
yeah I, yeah i mean the, the way that the, yeah because he's an orderly not an orderly but he's uh yeah yeah an orderly sure kind of like an orderly in this facility with uh 11 and just the way he's introduced you know that there's something off with him yeah the, and then the second he started okay so and i don't think i think the direct you know the the writers there but they're you know they, they don't i mean I, I think it wasn't supposed to be like this ultra ultra big reveal because I think they, you know, they treat the audience with some respect where it's like, hey, you know, we're not, this isn't like a gotcha type Maybe. of thing. I mean, I they, mean they, they did like really lean into the reveal though. It, it yeah. No, they did. They to did. me, it was very of, obvious that not only, yeah. I mean, big spoilers, like this guy that we're talking about, he is, he ends up being Vecna, the, the big bad in the Upside Down. And he was also the very first... He's number one. He's of, number one. Of yeah, the, of the program. The program, and I knew both of those things right when I saw. Them. <laughs> I was like, because they make it a point to say that there's a number two, but not a number one. That and then and once, number ten and number ten. Yeah. And once they, once he started helping eleven, I was like, oh, he's number one. Yeah. For yeah. sure. That's yeah. When he started actively helping her, and I was like, okay, there's. I mean, it was just for me very obvious that, yeah. you know, him helping her was to uh, for his betterment. Totally. Like he was obviously using her like I got that, you know. Uh, and so I wasn't surprised that he turned on her at the end. And then for me, like the biggest reveal for me wasn't that he turned out to be who he was. And we're I'm fast forwarding. Yeah. But it was the fact that Elle was the one who she she basically seeded the uh, the upside down. Right. She created it. You know, by as a way to when she tried to, to, I guess, kill or when she was fighting one, she inadvertently kickstarted this entire thing. And for me, I was like, oh, okay, I didn't see that right coming. Right. Yeah. I. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So so basically, we'll go to the ending and then we'll talk about whatever happens in the middle. But like the ending is is just like B said, where she helps. So one has this like implant in his neck, so he can't use his powers. She rips it out for him, and then he kills everybody in the facility. Um, yeah, he's like, like ultra level, ultra level, strong. Yeah, like he's and, and number a, one for a reason, and a legitimate psychopath and horrible yeah. person. So he kills everybody, and then L finds out, and basically this is all happening essentially in flashbacks because L is doing like that. Uh, um, yeah, she's like, in that, that water that tank. Float you, tank, the deprivation yeah. tank. Yeah, there you go. And she's basically going back in her mind to relive all these experiences. And then they're doing they're doing this because they're trying to basically get past whatever's blocking her from being able to use her powers. Because throughout this whole uh first part of the of the these first seven, you know, episodes, you know, and I think she lost her powers at the end of season end uh, of season three. End of season three. So they're trying to help her um, you know, restore her to her, you know, her powers and everything. So that's why. She's in this tank, and they're like, "You got to, you know, own up to your, you know, to the past and kind of get past this block." So yeah, sorry. There you go. Yeah. Um, so one kills everybody. She's fighting one, and then when she she obviously beats him, and then she's like using her powers on him, and he's like starts disintegrating. But like he basically she opened that first portal and sends him in there, and then he becomes Vecna, this horrible demon who's the you know, the monster in this season. Um, and he's basically like, he is the upside down. Like he, see, I, I thought, I thought the mind flayer is separate from him. Cause they, they established in this season that 
Vecna is like the five-star general, like the right hand to the Mind Flayer. So I think the Upside Down existed already, but she opened the first portal. Yeah, see, I I mean, Dustin brings up the whole five-star general thing, and Dustin's right about a lot of stuff. But, I mean, that's just him speculating. You know, I, for me, in the way that, you know, Vecna's operated thus far, he mm-hmm. seems to be totally connected with everything. Like, the Upside Down is him mm-hmm. now. Like he, cause you know, they, there's, he's always like hanging, he's suspended with these like tentacles and he's like, just, he's almost like he's the heart of this place and he yeah. feels and knows everything that's going on. Um, and he talks about, and it, you know, when he does his long exposition filled uh, origin story. So that was my only <laughs> problem with the season really was like one, the, they, they didn't bury the lead enough. And then two, that last episode where he's like, for five minutes just like a five minute exposition dump i was like you guys couldn't have figured out a a more interesting way to deliver this information than to him just tell you exactly what happened yeah yeah it was i i i laughed at the length of it where it was just like okay guys like and then i did this and then i felt this so i did this and you're like all right (laughs) yeah i mean just give it information that it's like it's like bro i didn't ask yeah (laughs) like i didn't i don't care yeah, but it, I, I just kind of I, I laughed like, wow, OK, you're really just doing this massive exposition dump. Yeah, I'm more I'm more accepting of it than you are. But th- that actually didn't bother me so it, much. It didn't bother me either. Like, I just realized how silly it was. But I was like, I, st- I love this story. I love this show. Yeah. Like, it, I'm having so much fun with it. I, I don't care. But like, you know, if, if I was in the writer's room, I'd be like, hey, maybe we can. <laughs> Maybe we can, one, cut this down, and two... Find a, find a more clever way, you know, maybe show, don't tell. Oh, they, yeah, they did both. They Not did only both. Did, yeah. Yes, there's VO, and yep. they're showing it. And they're showing the flashbacks. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, so the whole five-star general thing and him being, I guess, the lord of this, I thought he was, they established that he is the lord of this realm because he talks about his love of spiders and the Black Widows. Yeah. And in that first season, remember, like, he... He had, or he, uh, but one of the big threats was that giant spider creature. Right. And so I kind of put two and two together. It's like, okay, we obviously loves these things. So he probably just like, yeah, he's making or birthing these, like his foot soldiers, but he's the one that is, you know, it could definitely be like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't but know. I'm just guessing. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I, that would make so much sense. And, you know, it would obviously make it poetic, especially if they're, if this second half of season four is the final thing, then yeah, that would make sense. Uh, so I guess it just depends if they're doing a fifth season or not. Yeah, right, right. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, and, and you know, the guy playing the mind flayer is fucking Robert England, Freddy Krueger. That's right. Yeah, which yeah. is uh, amazing. It's amazing. Wait, the mind flayer. I mean, the guy playing Vecna. Oh, is that that him in the makeup? Yeah. Oh, because I know he, you know he, I you know he's. Robert England, he also plays Victor, the guy who everybody thinks is responsible for the murders. You know, the guy in the mental asylum, the guy that killed. Oh, sorry. Yes, you're right. That's him. That's him. My bad. But it could. But he also could be the guy in the makeup too. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that prosthetic is so heavy, you can't oh, that's tell. That's true. Who's, Let's see. No, no, no. It, no, you're right. You're right. It's just, uh, it's just the guy in the in the mental institution. My bad. Yeah. Yes, you're right. And that was another thing too, where I I I didn't see that coming as far as because they do this whole. Uh, you know, backstory in the in the show where, you know, they think that this guy, Victor, is responsible for these murders that are happening in uh, the town. What's the town called again? Hawkins. Uh, Hawkins. And because the because the deaths kind of they are reminiscent or actually they're, they're 
they're not reminiscent. They are similar <laughs> to these deaths that occurred in like the fifties that took place in this house. This guy, um, Victor, he, he's arrested for killing his wife, his two kids, and their deaths are the same as these uh, are the, they resemble these deaths of these kids in the present day, you know, 1986. And they come to find out that, uh, you think it was Victor who does all these things, but it's actually the son. And then the son turns out to be one. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. That I didn't see. Totally. I mean, yeah. And I should have. But I'm like, and I thought that was so clever how they just tied all that together. And so I really popped for that reveal. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Because okay. they, they say in the show, like, well, how could, <clears throat> how could Vecna have been around in the 50s and come through and then 30 years later, he comes again, and it doesn't yeah. make any sense. And you're like, yeah, that doesn't make any it sense. It doesn't make any sense, yeah. yeah. And, and then they're like, yeah, that's that's right, because it's not true that it was actually this kid who was like the first kid to have these powers. He tortured his family by getting into their minds and making them see and believe all this shit. Yeah. And then that's when he got sent after he kills – he this, so this kid, who turns out to be one, kills his mom – kills his little sister and then almost kills his dad, but he actually just pins all the murders on his dad. On his and pop, the kid yeah. gets sent to a mental institution and then eventually the program and he becomes the first number one. And then Matthew Moldine realizes that, oh, this kid is actually horrible and violent. We have to limit his power so we can't use them, but we can't release him into the world either. So we got to keep him here. And that's the whole start of the shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like that a lot too. Yeah, that was that was well done, and and so yeah, there's a there's a there's a part in the show where the two girls, um, Robin and uh, Will's uh, sister, I forget her name, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Will's sister. Yeah, they they kind of sneak themselves into the into the mental hospital where Victor uh, is a patient of, and they kind of get there because they want to talk with him, and yeah, they you know charm and they lie to get you know ten minute conversation with uh, Victor, played by Robert England. And so you hear his his story and like the big reveal, he turns around, his eyes are all like cut out. And he, now this is one thing that I, I again, didn't, um, it's not a negative, but this is something that I found funny is that he described, you know, all he went through from his side. Like he has no idea that it was his son who did all this stuff. You know, he just thinks it was like some demon, like the house possessed or whatever. And he can't take the torment because again, he's in jail. He's been penned for these murders. And he tries to kill himself, and like when he like and he, he has, has a razor. He has blade. a razor. Yeah. Now <laughs> instead of cutting I, his wrist, he cuts instead his of cutting eyes. his wrist, he cuts his. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro. I thought that too. Like, if there are better ways to do this than what you're doing, it's less painful too. I mean, and it's funny when they show him with the razor blade. He's like holding it near his wrists yeah. too, and you think like, okay, he's gonna cut his wrist. <laughs> instead, he cuts his eyes out. He cuts his eyes. I'm like. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a that's a that's an odd way to, yeah. to off oneself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So leave it up to Freddie, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I thought that was odd too. Yeah. Yeah. Um but you know, it's it's cool, man. Like the show starts with like all this cool growth and turmoil between the friends, you know, uh um what's the kid's name? The basketball player? Uh, yeah, the black the black kid. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I'm so bad with names. Me too. Me too. So there's Lucas. Mike, Lucas. So Lucas is like joined the basketball team, 
and uh, coming playing off playing coming off the bench coming off the bench because he wants to he doesn't want to be a nerd and get bullied anymore um but he's the only one in the group so will is in california with 11 and then mike and dustin are still super geeky they're in the D D club with uh another new new uh group member who we meet um eddie and uh so then now there's there's strife or there's turmoil between lucas and mike and dustin because you know lucas is trying to grow up and find a different type of way and the other guys aren't with it and then you know eventually mike goes to california and is reunited with will and he doesn't want to he doesn't know how to be his friend anymore There's there's a lot of cool like you know coming of age stuff uh very indicative of 80s films um that this went through that i really enjoyed too and it felt and it felt natural and it felt real. Yeah, especially the um, the kind of you know uh, schism that's happening with uh, with Mike and Will. Yeah. Like when Mike comes to visit them, well, to visit Eleven and Will, you know, they they've just grown apart. And and, and Will is <clears throat> in love with Mike. It seems. Yeah. It seems like he. Yeah, he, yeah. He, I mean, that seems really obvious. He has feelings for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But that felt so natural because cool. I mean I've and I'm sure you have too. It's like you know you you have friends when you're young. And as you get older, sometimes you, you know, stick together. And sometimes it's not that you don't become friends anymore or that friendship breaks, but it's just different people now, just different people, you know? And, and I felt that that rang true yeah. um, with these characters where it's like, yeah, I mean, I've been through that. Like I could relate, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you know, when you, when we were in, reintroduced to Mike, you realize that he's kind of become kind of a douchebag. Like he's yeah. a little bit of a dick. Um, he's not like cocky and weird. He's just, he's an asshole. He's selfish and inconsiderate. And then, so he comes to terms with that. And then eventually like, because uh, there's a rift between him and L that he realizes like, Oh, I fucked up. It's, I haven't been treating her right. And then he realizes he has been shitty to Mike also, or to Will, Will. also. Yeah. And then they reconcile. And so there's a lot of that, like really great adolescent stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah, it really is. Um, and <laughs> the thing with Will, I mean, there's, he, he just comes across as like so useless. Yeah. To this, to this show, not just this, yeah. this season, but like this show ever since the first season where yeah. they all bandied about, you know, bandied together to rescue him from the Upside Down. And since then, he's kind of just been there. And I have to imagine that they're doing this for the long game where maybe in the, the second part of this season, he'll step up in some significant, meaningful way mm-hmm. because he's been like really just pushed to the sidelines where... In terms of the rest of this cast, he's one of the most, he's like one of the least interesting yeah. characters on this show. And, but, but I, I, I think that they're doing that for a reason because he's got that painting. Yeah. That he's carrying around with him. And, you know, because uh, there's a scene where, you know, they established he's been painting and everything since, you know, moving to LA or to uh, Lenora where they, they relocated. And there's this huge firefight that takes place, which is great. Yeah. And they're escaping. Uh, they uh will uh mike um the older the brother, brother the older brother and will makes it a point to grab this painting so and this is a painting he wanted to give mike <clears throat> earlier but like he felt this tension between them so he didn't give it to him right and yeah. we and we as the viewers we're, we're we're not privy to what this painting is either it's just a thing that is obviously very important to him and i have i have to assume it's going to factor into something later on but uh but yeah he's yeah, I'm not a big, not a big Will fan. Yeah, uh, it's, it's yeah, I, I agree. Like in this season, he just kind of serves as like a an aid for the redemption arc of Mike. 
of Mike, yeah. And that's basically it. He, I feel they. I, I agree that the. I hopefully that they're. At some point, he'll. Because he provides <laughs> no information. That's, he, yeah. He yeah. You're, he's he kind of just there for the ride. Yeah. You know? Um, but he's uh, he's also like you know they can you they can they what they do use him for is like the emotional heartstring like he's he's basically us as a like inside just with them like he's like the viewer there because he's not yeah. he's not like you said he's not participating really he's just <laughs> he's just there he's just there I mean yeah. even his brother his older brother's got more going on like totally. he's more interesting. Totally. Uh, and another and, character. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and and that's you know so uh, Jonathan and uh, Nancy, Nancy Wheeler, they get together. Nancy, that's it. At the end of the first season, I think, and then they've been together this whole time, and then now they're on you know opposite ends of the country, and they talk like they're still like so in love and together but really like they know that it's kind of over but they don't know how to end it with each other yeah so there's that cool element too and then you know nancy and uh steve, steve harrington start kind of falling back in love with each other as they're going through this experience what's cool about this show especially this season and they did it in the last season too but like especially this season they section everybody off and then they're all having really intense crazy adventures together or separately, separately and then yeah. obviously they're going to come back together just like they did in the third season they did that too but this, they're doing they, it it's way more effective so much here more effective than in, yeah, yeah than season three yeah yeah, yeah and, and and uh and speaking of steve man he's the best talk about i mean all these characters have grown from that first season but steve's arc as a character is yeah. probably my favorite totally you know uh i love the guy Me and too. He's he's so great with the rest of the kids and just seeing him kind of mature and kind of uh, kind of rise to the occasion and, and, and you know, shed like the because he was like the horrible jock asshole in the first season. Yeah. And he's like shed all of that and become a very real person. And, real person. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, you know, I got like kind of like a mentor to these kids. Totally. Know? And he's, he's best friends with Dustin. He's, he's best Dustin. friends with the girl who he wanted to fuck initially. And then she's like, I'm gay. And he's like, OK, well, I guess we can be best friends then. It, it's so cool. Best platonic friends. You yeah, know what I, mean? I love it. Yeah, I love it. 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 It's so great. Um, and yeah, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. About, oh, about characters. And so, Will, yeah, I'm hoping something happens with him on the, the second part to, to, my, to, kind of, to make me give a shit about him as a character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The other character that, ironically, I find uninteresting, Lucas, is Eleven. Oh, Eleven. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's got nothing to do with the performance of uh, what's the name, Millie Bobby Brown. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't, I, I, I just, I heard her whole arc in this first uh, part, these first seven episodes, it just didn't really care a whole lot especially and this is my, my biggest criticism of this first of these first seven episodes the whole middle section with her being in the facility trying to regain her powers for me just dragged yeah and dragged and and, and every time they cut back to her with uh oh man what's the matthew Muldine? matthew Muldine and uh paul oh, riser uh, paul riser yeah um, Who, who's really good in this who's really good yeah, yeah. Like I just kept wanting them to go back to other people. Like I want to go back yeah. to one of the Hawkins. I want to go back to what's going on with the uh, yeah. guys and and Lenora. I think also like you know <laughs> when comparatively when you contrast the the two elements of the show where you have like uh, you know Winona Ryder 
uh what's the dude's name Hopper. um brett gelman yeah yeah uh oh. yeah, yeah uh he plays murray and then and hopper yeah. like their arc but they have a lot of chemistry together winona ryder and uh, brett gelman yeah. and then like you know all the kids have all this chemistry together and then the other group of kids have all this chemistry together and there's like there's levity and adventure and there's so many elements and then you go to 11 who's just in a room yeah and it's basically just her it feels so flat and dry and you're like yeah i agree i was just like yeah all right like i know i i know we need this to to further the story so yeah exactly yeah let's it's like go I, let's go yeah it's like i i know and obviously we did because it, it does i will to his credit it does it is i guess worth it yeah. in the end when you get that in that last episode seven but yeah i'm like y'all could have really condense a lot totally. of this down because so much up, of it yeah. was kind of boring i'm yeah, just like give me more of the other yeah the other guys yeah i'm like you know kind of wrap it up like i know he, i know she's gonna get her powers back like yeah. that's just a given <laughs> yeah didn't need to you didn't, it didn't need to take up as much time as it did i thought because they that really started to drag uh the later episodes down a bit um that's honestly my biggest uh critique of these first seven is her sections in that uh that facility um but beyond that, I mean, I was just so impressed yeah. with this. I mean, this these seven episodes really have everything. Yeah. The emotion, the action. I mentioned the, the firefight that takes place at in Lenora uh, with uh, Mike and uh, Will and the brother. And they've got these two G-men, basically, who are babysitting them. And they're trying to escape. They want to go to, to Hawkins. And they they use they introduce this new character who's friends with the brother uh Argyle. His name? Jonathan, yeah. Argyle, this stoner. I love him. Uh like this the stereotypical 80s California stoner kid. Yeah. Who's great. So another, good. Another really cool addition to the cast. All the new cast members are knocking out of the park. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's hard when you add <clears throat> new members to a cast, like an ensemble, because like you're you're usually like resistant to them. Like, oh, who the fuck is this new new yeah. kid coming in? But here, like two new people you're like yeah great they're awesome and, and he he melds perfectly with yeah. uh with jonathan and like with with will and everything but that firefight i found so impressive yeah one the way it was shot and two i mean usually like in any other show i mean you've got these two g-men there's one black guy one white guy and they and they're established to be just lazy like they're just watching tv and they ordered a pizza this is this is how the kids plan to escape uh the friend the stoner kid what's his name again eddie argyle. no uh, argyle they use him. They order pizza from his pizza pizza store, and uh, they're going to use his car to escape. And so the pizza arrives. the The black agent goes to answer the door, and turns out it's other government agents who were after Eleven, and they kill him real quick. They actually they don't kill him, but they shoot him. Yeah. And this firefight ensues. The other agent gets up, and it's this long firefight. And I and I'm watching this, and like in any other show that other agent would have been gunned down immediately. Yeah. But they established that it's like, no, he's actually, I'm, I'm watching him and I'm like, wow, he's holding his own. He can fight. Yeah. He can fight. And it's like, well, of course he can. Cause he's, he's a, he's a he's secret agent. agent. He's, he's special, a special, yeah. Like a black ops guy or whatever it is. Yeah. But it's like, and usually in any other show like this, where it's like those two characters, they're not germane to the plot. It's like, okay, yeah, this new team comes in, get rid of them. Easy peasy. Let's go after the kids. But I love the thing, like he's actively helping them. Yeah. Like he's engaging these these invaders. He sees the kids. He's like, when I shoot, you run. And I'm just like, wow, I'm like, get down, G man. It's like, yeah, yeah dude, let's go. Yeah. Like in that little, in that one little scene, I, I actually gave a shit about him. Totally. 
and then when he got hit, I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Like, and like, yeah, I, I, so like, he, they escape with him, and he's like laying yeah. in the back of this pizza truck, and he's dying. And uh, they're like, he's like, you can't get me to the hospital. And then like he dies. And but he gives them like this pen and they don't know what the fuck the pen is for. And then, you know, the little mystery they discover there's coordinates inside. And then that links them back. And it's like the way they kind of wove. Well, how do we get Dustin's girlfriend back in? Yeah. And how do we get them all? Because at some point in the next season, they all have to come back together. They're going to come together. Yeah. So they start like trying to point these threads together and then that's how they're doing it so that inside the pen was these coordinates they figure out it's it's or a number for like a computer to call well who can do that dustin's girlfriend's a hacking yep. genius and they go to her house they find out where she's in salt lake city so there's like there's road trip elements and they get to her house and it's pure 80s bananas it's it like is, yeah. Like adventures and babysit, you know, like in so many eighties movies when there's just like there's just like a house full of kids. Where the fuck are the adults? Exactly. And then a they're like, just, they do that in this movie. <laughs> a whole bunch of badass kids just basically just running, kids run amok. And just like it makes no sense. And but because like you know that's where it's coming from, of just like this throwback to these ridiculous eighties kids focused movies. It's so much fun, and and it's a it's a much needed break because like that's when you start getting heavy into like the eleven stuff. Yeah, so it's a yeah. much needed like you get this levity of of this just absurd <laughs> this kid in war paint, you know, shooting everybody with bow and arrows in the house and constantly turning the power off and yeah. on, like with the, the, the breakers and the dad like, like, and the dad who asks no questions. He's just so fed up and trying <laughs> to get his work done. <laughs> just barricades himself in his office. Yeah, with all this stuff keep me away on. from these fucking kids. Yeah. Now, those are like, so I mean, these kids ran kind of the gamut. I mean, it think, looked like it was almost like an orphanage or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like maybe they're fostering kids or something like That's that. What it I'm felt like, like. Yeah. but again, it's you just like you don't ask. You don't ask. <laughs> you, you just, just go with it. it. Just go with it. And we haven't even really talked about Vecna, like what his thing is. So we established early on in, in the show that like um, <laughs> there's this cheerleader girl. And uh, there's a basketball team, and then she, you know, the head cheerleader is with the head uh, ball player. And then the head cheerleader, you start to see like some cracks in her facade. And she's in the bathroom one time, and she's bulimic, she's throwing up. And uh, and then she starts hearing like this voice in her head that she thinks it's her mom, but it's in the bathroom at school. And there's just pounding on the door, and then like a clock. And you, so you start to set up the, the danger. And then fast forward, like she keeps having these visions of like a clock, a grandfather clock. And it turns out like this, this is Vecna invading her mind. Yeah. And she so she buys she goes to buy drugs from the school drug dealer who's this guy, Eddie, the new character, who's the leader of the D&D club called the Hellfire the, Club. The Hellfire Club. Yeah. And he's fucking great. Quintessential 80s, you know, jump on the table and give a speech. I'm going to act like I'm a big, scary bully, you know, like John Bender in Breakfast Club. Yeah. I'm going to act like I'm a bully, but I'm really a sweetheart. She buys drugs from him. She's like, I don't want weed. I want something stronger. So they go to his place and he's going to give her ketamine. And while he's looking for it, she gets invaded by Vecna again. And she's like now out of his trailer like in her mind. She's in a house and she's running from him. And then he gets her. And then Eddie comes back and he's she's just standing there in his trance. And then she flies up into the air all of her bones start breaking and twisting yeah. around her her eyes like disintegrate plummet through her face her jaw gets broken and she slams on the floor and eddie takes off so it's this insanely violent death yeah yeah it's, the eyeball thing i mean the, the bones breaking and contorting is one thing but like when the eyeballs it's almost like vecna is just 
imploding yes their insides and and this is the first time we see this type, you know this death and it's the first but you get to see it a lot more after this i'm watching this and i'm like holy shit like that was like legit one of the uh the the gnarliest deaths that i've seen in the show totally ever and i was like wow okay they're really going for it and this uh, is like episode one yeah or, or maybe two but it's like it's they hit the this show moves really fast, aside from like the lulls with Eleven. But like, it's seven episodes, and they accomplish a lot. Yeah, yeah, they got their pacing down. Um, yeah. So then yeah. now you know the cops think Eddie killed this girl, and then Max, who also lives in this trailer park, um, doesn't believe that's true. So she is like kind of the gateway into like I don't think it's Eddie. I feels like something else. Like, and then so all the kids get together. Like, oh, maybe the upside down is coming back, which it does. But then it's also, you know, in the 80s, there was all that, like, hysteria about, like, satanic cults. Especially with Dungeons and Dragons. Especially with Dungeons and Dragons. So they put that in, the, you know, yeah. the basketball player, because, the, the, you know, it was his girlfriend that died. So he kind of loses his mind and becomes, like, this cult leader of, like, vigilantes trying to hunt and kill Satanists. And Yeah, he paints the Hellfire Club as Satanists and that he thinks that these killings are done by them, like, they're ritualistic sacrifices or something, and kind of rallies because he's in a town hall, kind of rallies everybody there to kind of go after and kind of uh, to, to basically arrest these these kids who are part of this hellfire. Yeah, let's get our pitchforks and our torches and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that scene almost reminded me of, remember that that the Halloween movie that we just saw, that we reviewed? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where it was like, <laughs> uh, what, what did it say? Uh, fear dies tonight? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something like, like oh. that, that's right. It got, I, got, I got those vibes from it. Totally. But, but as someone who grew up, I mean, <clears throat> we both did. Like, I remember that time. I remember my yeah. dad used to think that Dungeons and Dragons, like, oh, that's devil worshiping and this, that, and the other. I was like, no, it's just a game. It's like, it's some nerd shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all Yeah, it is. I, 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 with Dungeons and Dragons specifically, no, because, like, I would uh, watch that. There was a cartoon of it, too. Yeah, I watched it, too, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I do, like, it was just constantly, everybody was, like, Oh, there's satanic cults. Satanic cults are doing this. Satanic cults. It was constantly like this thing of Satanists um, being the scapegoat for just fucked up people murdering yeah. people. It was always like, right. oh, it's Satanists. It's fuck Satanists did it. And then in the, in the '90s, it became gangs, and you know, it, it's just it's always a thing. Um, yeah, it's always a thing. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I like that nod. Um, and again, it goes back to your point earlier, where it's like you know the nostalgia, and like those 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 uh, '80s moments, like. They don't hit you over the head with it. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I'm, I won't say they never really hit you over the head with Season it. Season two it's, felt a little forced with it. Like a little really bit, yeah. To... But this one, it's like it's firmly established. Like, you know, it's they just reference things, but it's like, yeah, that's shit. like if you knew about that, if you grew up in that time, you remember. If right. you didn't, it doesn't matter. It still makes sense within the confines of the story they're telling. Right. Um. So they did a really good job. I mean, they the world building they've done since the first season has just yeah. been great. Where it's like, and I think that's helped with the pace too. Where it's like, I mean, the four seasons in, you know, we know these characters, we know what we know what's up. So it's it's like let's just go. You know what I mean? It's like we don't have to spend time rehashing old shit. Let's just, you know, let's move. You know? Yeah. And th so then uh, Nancy is trying to investigate the story. She's with like this super nerdy friend of hers who's on the paper. He's the next to die. Then the, you know, Max and Dustin. And by this, by this point, uh, sorry to, to yeah, interrupt yeah, yeah, yeah. you, but, but they, by, by the death of the second kid, this other, this nerdy kid who's with Nancy, you start, you're, you're getting the, the idea, the impression that Vecna is targeting people who have 
uh, troubled uh, past or trauma that they have they haven't been able to to deal with, and it's almost like catnip. Yeah, the Vecna, like there's a scene where, the, where you see him, you know, suspended. It's almost like a, he's in a cerebro mm-hmm. type yeah, state yeah, yeah. where he's basically just peeking into the minds of everybody within um, Hawkins. And he's preying on these kids, on these people who have these deep uh, psychological scars. And so the cheerleader was one. This other kid was another. Um, and he preys on that. You know, he finds that weakness and infects their mind and it's just you know a and he uses that clock you see that that old uh clock and it's like Vecna's coming for you right it's, uh, almost like some freddy krueger type shit almost totally yeah yeah, yeah. so he keeps referencing <clears throat> his clock and then the next person who and they have like a timeline there's like about 24 hours or maybe a week or something i think they say like a week yeah it's a week yeah from like when you first have a vision to when vecna finally kills you so there's, like you said, like there's a timeline and this ticking clock and the next person who realizes she's on the list is Max the, yeah. in the crew. And it's really cool. You get to like watch them like freak out about it. And then she's like calm and she accepts her fate because she's had a rough life. So she's just like, all right, fuck it. Like, that's what it is. And uh, there's a scene where they're, her last thing she wanted to do was go to the graveyard and sit in front of her brother's grave. Uh, Billy. Billy, who died in the last season, third season, yeah. he was like the bad guy, but he was possessed. He yeah. Was possessed. Yeah. And he dies. He sacrifices himself to save 11 at the end. And she's, you know, she's never gotten over it. She thinks it's her fault. So she's sitting in front of him, talking to him and they're piecing this together. And that's at the same time when Nancy and Robin are talking to Robert England and they kind of put together like, Oh shit, this is what's going on. Yeah. And then they call Dustin and then, that you know max gets invaded she's in a trance and you and then you realize like she's gonna die like right this is the yeah. last chance she had it's been however long and they discover like if you play their favorite song it kind of tethers them back to reality and they can escape vecna that's escape, essentially yeah. how robert england escaped but he didn't know so they're that 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 scene when max is in uh when she's in that trance mm-hmm. i was so scared for her me too because i like going in, like I read a review of these first seven episodes. They didn't spoil anything, but they did say that, you know, there are heavy stakes. Like there, there are things that happen to show that, yeah, they really kind of go for it. So I kind of knew that. So I'm like, oh man, are they going to kill her? Because like in that scene, you were, you're, you're like, I don't see a way out for her. Yeah. I mean, because they firmly established that once that trance occurs and then, you know, she gets lifted up into the air. It's like, oh, oh. And we've seen it twice now that as soon as they're lifted up in the air like that's it that they're that's gonna it. yeah yeah and but when she's when she's in that trance it's also the like she gets further into the the the, the under what, what's i keep saying underworld upside, uh, down. The upside down like where she 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 gets into a house and it's like fragmented house but you can tell there's definitely a house it's almost just, you know just pieces of a stairwell and everything and Vecna is like, what? You? Why are you here? What are you doing? Yeah, here? You're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be here. Which instantly was like, oh, okay, well, this is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she's gotten further than anybody else in this situation, and and then like you said, you know, they realized when I say they, you know, uh, the kids, they realized that oh, you know, music. You know, we need to give. You know, put like, what's your favorite song? And she's got her uh, her Walkman and everything. And so yeah, they put the the the, the headphones on. They put on the, the song. It's his Kate and Bush song. It's, it's the Kate, most yeah. famous Kate Bush song. It's a great, great fucking song. Yeah. And the song starts playing. And as you say, you know, you start to see this kind of a hole open up uh, with, you know, back to, you know, the real world. 
and she sees it and she makes a B Mac makes a beeline to, to run to get out of this 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 the upside down. And during that whole and their stuff falling, you know, trying to crush her and everything. The the tendrils are like trying to grasp at her. And I'm watching I'm like, oh man, I'm on, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Dog. I'm like, they cannot kill Max. I like Max a Me lot. too. She's awesome. And I was like, please. And she's she's going and she's in like this portal is so far away. I'm like, really? Y'all couldn't have I'm like, turn up the value, dog. Get something. Like, I don't know. But I'm like, it's like she's race. She's like running like the length of like a, a football field or something. But she finally makes it. She gets out. And I I can't remember the last time I, I breathed such a sigh of relief. Yeah. Like, oh, thank God. Yeah. And I almost cried, man. Yeah. You know, when when she gets out of it and they all, you know, she embraces everybody. I was like, oh. Yeah. You got me, dog. And then she finally gets closure and she finally gets to move forward like yeah. after being tormented she had such a horrible life anyway with the horrible stepfather and blah 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 and then her brother dies and her brother was terrible to her before she lives in a fucking trailer park there's murders all around like this poor fucking her mom kid is, is a drunk pretty yeah. much this poor <clears throat> kid um and then she has to accept her her death at however old she is fucking 13 or whatever yeah it's brutal and it's just she finally gets closure but she's still like under the threat so she's like now she's like listening to her walkman Listen, for the rest yeah. of the series yeah um yeah same here man I, it was so effective and so great and thankfully they didn't kill her because i thought too like there's no reason they can't i know yeah that was my thing it's like what's gonna really galvanize i mean and kind of because they haven't killed anybody any of the main yeah. cast of characters i mean with the exception of hopper but then of course we knew he wasn't dead yeah by the end of uh season three and he's you know he's not so I was like, I mean, if they're going to do it, I mean, they obviously are establishing this Vecna as the, the biggest threat that they face yet. And so I was I, I was scared. I'm glad she yeah. uh, she got out. Yeah. Um, and that's the first time you see Vecna fail, which was cool, too. Where it's like, OK, totally. We're finding yeah. uh, chinks in his armor. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Hopper. So obviously, you know. At the uh, the the PS of season three is like in a Russian like a gulag and they're like, don't touch the American. So you're like, okay, it's Hopper. Yeah. But we haven't seen him, and we finally see him. And yes, he's in this Russian prison, <coughs> and uh, he's just being beaten and tortured. And then he gets moved to a different prison, and essentially, like, he just has to like build railroads, and he's still getting beaten and tortured. And there's this guard who's kind of not on his side, but he he's gonna help him escape and you know get some money for it. Get some money for it, yeah. So they send word back to Winona Ryder back in L.A. And she pieces together, and then she calls Murray, uh, Brett Gelman, to like help her figure this out because he speaks Russian. And they come up with this plan. They're gonna meet this, you know, essentially like a coyote in Alaska. In Alaska, yeah. And then help them, uh, you know, fly over there and get Hopper and bring him back. And this this dude Yuri, who's I've, just a trip. He's super funny and awkward. I loved watching the three of them, Winona Ryder, uh, Brett Gelman, and this Yuri character. Uh, and he double crosses them, and he's yeah, like, "Yeah, and I saw that coming a mile of course. away." I'm like, "Yeah, of course, <laughs> just a mile away." Like, I'm gonna take your forty grand, and then I'm gonna deliver you to the KGB and get money for that too. And that's the thing. Not, not only does he double cross, you know, Joyce and uh, and Murray, he double crosses the prison guard who yeah. set the whole thing up. Yeah, you know. And I'm like, "Oh, this fucking Yuri man." He's like, "I'm gonna come out like two hundred grand, and yeah. that's it. I'm out." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I could get forty grand or yeah, two hundred thousand. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, and that's the, and that's the whole other you know so, you know subplot of the of the show too, where you've got Winona Ryder and or you know Joyce and, and Murray off to try to you know to rescue and you know, Hopper, uh, which again, 
I did cry at, at that moment where, but but I, so when they, they finally, him, yeah, yeah, when they when he sees that it's her, because like what Hopper's been through, he gets beat, he gets <clears throat> brutalized in this season, yeah, like he's getting literally tortured, but like. He, he escapes, and then when he gets double-crossed, he gets captured again. So he gets all hopeful, and he's, like, so happy that he got out. And then he realizes he's going to go back, and he and he resigns to his fate. He's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to die here. And then yeah. he realizes, like, oh, we're going to be fed. They have a, they have the Demogorgon here. It didn't Wish die. They, yeah, yeah. It, you know, it just it got sent here through the portal, too. And so, okay, so I'm going to be eaten by this fucking Demogorgon after fighting it. For the warden's entertainment, for the, uh, the warden and uh, the the guards, they basically they they it's it's um it's Hopper and like what five or six other inmates, yeah. and they basically and, treat and, them and to the their guard. last meal and the guard who's and now a guard, prisoner too, who's now a prisoner with them, and you know they're all happy and stuff because they're having all this great you know food and drink, and Murray just kind of tells them what they're up against. I'm not Murray uh, Hopper about what they're up against. Like they're, they're you know they're just fattening us up for this Demi Gordon or whatever the fuck and. And so, yeah, they have to fight this thing. And, you know, he knows, like, he's, he he gets into a fight with one of the guards to get um, a lighter, a lighter. He, he, in, in the scuffle. And he knows, again, he's going to get his ass beat. But he it's worth it. He takes one more last ass whooping to lift uh, a Zippo off of uh, one of the guards. And he also has some some alcohol. Because he, he's fought, you know, these things before. So he's like, the one thing that, that can be in our favor is fire. So these things don't like fire. So that's our plan going in. And uh, yeah, so they have this whole scene where you know the the, the, the Demi Gorgon comes out, and it's just laying waste to, to these guys. I'm We've like, never seen I forgot it. how dangerous yeah. these things were. Yeah, I was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, he's like ripping them apart, just tearing their heads off. You see it eat like their heads and stuff. And it's so fast. I forgot. How, I mean, this thing was like on the yeah. juice. Yeah, I mean, like in one leap, like he's he's covering like like. I, like a distance that I I don't remember it doing before. And while this has happened, uh, like Joyce something like out of Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Joyce and Murray have infiltrated the prison, pretending Murray is pretending to be Yuri. They've got Yuri tied up, and they're saying he's Murray. Yeah. <laughs> so like these are the Americans or whatever. So like they're they're watching this happen now, and they're trying to get him out, and super tense, and like it's down to just Hopper and the the Russian the guard. guard who are, like he's like friends now. And they're like backed up against the door and they're trying to get in. The Demogorgon is focused on them. Hopper's got his spear with like the last little bit of the flame going on this fucking fire. And they barely get in there. He throws the spear at the thing's face and they barely close this door behind them. And then, yeah, the the new or the, the door in this other room opens. And finally, after this horrible experience, oh, yeah. they're reunited. It is he's, really he's, he's, Yeah, he's these joys and he just can't believe it. Yeah, you know he can't believe it, and they embrace, and I cried. Yeah, watching this, one because you know again I'm a softie. It it touched me. Yeah, and at the same time I was like I don't trust it. Yeah, <laughs> something is gonna attack him or kill Hopper from behind. I thought, yeah, yeah. I was I was petrified. The end. I was happy and petrified at the same. I'm like, can y'all get move get, a little go bit? Go away. Yeah, go away. <laughs> But but he didn't. Uh, it was just it was just a they reunited and everybody was safe up for now, and I just love that. Yeah. Um. I and I'm glad that they they wrapped this up. I say wrap up. I mean, but his this re this uh, uh reunion. I'm glad they wrapped it up in these first seven and didn't drag it. Me too. To like uh, the second part of the season, 
Um, cause it's great. Cause now it's like, okay, they're, you know, hoppers back in it, you know, uh, they kind of wrapped up that. And now obviously they're going to have to head back to the States to reunite with the rest of the gang. So I'm like, okay, I'm just chomping at the bit. Yeah. Like you said earlier, for everybody to come back together, like Voltron and, you know, tackle this, this threat. And um, then, and then, so, so Eleven's wrapped up. She, we find out she created the portal hoppers back with Joyce and Murray. They're however, at some point going to get back to the States. Uh, uh, fucking Mike will, oh, Mike will, Mike yeah. will made it. Mike um, will made it. Mike will and uh, Jonathan and Argyle uh, found out how to re they found out where they got the coordinates to the base where 11 is. Where so 11 is, yeah. They, they don't know <laughs> that she's there, but th that's where they're going. Oh, yeah, they, they, they do know she's there. They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got the coordinates and they're gonna drive there and meet her so that's that's wrapped up and the last thing that happens dustin lucas lucas's sister the the little girl yeah she's a badass little girl she's a badass little girl um uh, are... max nancy and uh oh well actually no uh no i'm sorry go ahead, go ahead yeah yeah so um yeah yeah and 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 max uh they realize that nancy uh steve Robin, Robin, and Eddie are all in the Upside Down, and this is the first time we get to see a lot of the Upside Down. Because before you'd see it, but it would just be like one room where somebody was trapped or whatever. But now, Nancy, S Steve, Eddie, and Robin are there, and they're like running through it, and they're fighting monsters. And like Steve is the first one to get sucked in, and these Speaking fucking of bats. Yeah, these bats. Those things. are fucking those yeah. are vampire. Those are the vampire bats that probably wanted in uh, Morbius. Yeah, and he's getting <laughs> eaten alive by these bats. And then finally, like Nancy, Robin, and Eddie come in and they save him and they all fight these fucking things. And it's so cool. Yeah. And now like they can hear like more monsters coming. So they're like running and trying to hide and, and they go to Nancy's house, but they realize like it's like two years in the past, the underworld uh, the under now I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. The upside, the upside down, down is um and then they come in contact you know harkening back to the first season where Joyce is able to communicate with Will using lights yeah they realize they can do that too and then they communicate with Dustin and Lucas and the sister um with lights too they go to they realize and a oh, light bright they and use a light bright, bright. Too, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah and they realize <laughs> oh every time Vecna kills something or kills someone in the real world he opens a portal at that spot so then they go to the trailer where the cheerleader died and they bring out Robin comes through, Eddie comes through, Steve comes through. No, Steve doesn't come. Through. No, Steve doesn't. Yeah. And then as Nancy's going through, she jumps through the portal and then hits the bottom of the pool where Barb died. Yeah. And she's now Vecna's next because they kind of established earlier that Nancy is not over what happened to Barb. And now she's another, another good callback to so good justice yeah. for Barb. Justice for Barb, yeah. And then now she's Vecna's next target, and she's in a trance, um, and that's where we end up. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking great, man. It's 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 rad, dude. Yeah. You know, you know, sticking with the '80s theme is fucking it's rad. You know, the show is. Yeah, I mean, I can't. It, it's it's marvelous, man. Yeah. You know, uh, just so fun. And and honestly, like last night, I rewatched episode seven i was actually about to restart it because I, I don't i'm not i don't want to stop being with them i want to I know, know yeah more. yeah same same um the, the only other thing about the show oh, oh i lost you hold on a second is uh man and this isn't a bad thing or a good thing just something that i had noticed 
It's like if if whatever I've said or Graham said was not enough to to entice you to to watch these episodes, I'll just say this: if you are a fan of some hardcore, intense bullying, yeah, then this is the show for you. Yeah, for any of you out there who, who might have a bully fetish, this the bullying in these seven episodes is is borderline hysterical to the I mean it's it's so pervasive. Yeah. There is so much bullying going on. And it I mean these are some evil, evil motherfuckers. Yeah. From the the kids that are bullying eleven at her new school in That's California. the worst. The oh, thing that happens man. at the roller rink. So before Eleven joins back up into the program and try to get her powers back, she's with the other kids. And yeah, the, the roller rink stuff was horrible. It, yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's <laughs> I mean, it's the '80s, right? I mean, it was that was the yeah. thing back then. Yeah. But I will say, I really did enjoy, because uh, I'm like, I'm, again, like I'm like 11. That kind of man the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, but she's like, traumatized, and, and you realize, like, I, you realize when when they do the flashbacks, not the flashbacks, but like the re the regression, or whatever, to earlier, and she was they show her as a little kid in the in the program. She was getting bullied. bullied there too. Yeah. So she, you know, it, she can't. Yeah. I know, but I'm I'm like, come on, you, you know, you're kind of a badass. I know you're not anymore. She I, doesn't have her powers, but still, it's like stand up for yourself. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that she does in the roller rink, where she Me takes too. that skate and just whacks that that that, that girl that that shatters her fucking nose, shatters her nose. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, God damn! Yeah. <laughs> and the blood just starts shooting down. I was like, Wow! I'm like, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, you know, uh, I'm like, hey, you deserve that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, they humiliate Eleven in this roller rink, you know. Uh, you ain't got to go into details about it, but, I mean, they they humiliate it's her, bad. and they film it. Yeah, it's uh, it's And they've been so bullying her, her at school, too. Like, and, they crush yeah. her diorama and, like, make fun of her because she thinks her dad's dead. Like, dad's dead, yeah. it's rough. It's super it's rough. rough. Yeah. And so, and then, yeah, you, then we get into the program where she's trying to get her powers back, and in those flashbacks, they show she was getting bullied by the other Patience, number 10 being the, Num the the biggest one. Number two. Was it number two? Number two, yeah. That, that, that's the, the older kid, right? The yeah, older kid. Oh, I thought he was two. 10. Yeah, yeah, number two. Because he's like the, you know, he, he thinks he's the the badass yeah. of the group because he's the, the strongest. And he, you know, has it out for uh, for 11 when they do this uh, kind of face off this test and like a one on one type of thing where the doctors are monitoring them and 11. Uh, gets the better of him and he feels slighted and humiliated so him and the rest of his friends basically team up and they beat the shit out of 11 with their powers and i'm just like shit i mean yeah it, a lot of bullying yeah <laughs> that, that a goes lot of on bullying. a lot of it um just something i noticed i, was like, I don't think i've ever seen as much bullying in, 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 in one type of thing here yeah before, but it's a lot yeah it's a lot um yeah i mean overall just so good like, I, I kind of feel like, man, I want to go back and start season one because the second half of season four is coming out July 1st. So it's very short wait time, just a month. Which is good. Yeah. I'm yeah. Thankfully, that. I was like, oh, I don't want to wait a, a year for this yeah. shit now. Uh, so very, very excited about that. Um, overall, just fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's, fantastic. it's fun. And, and you know, and so I, I also, you know, before I started watching it, I knew that the seven episodes were longer mm -hmm. than they were before. Like mm -hmm. a lot of these episodes are an hour plus. Mm hmm. And I never felt it. Same. I never felt the length. Like they, Same. for me, they, I, I, when these episodes end, you know, any one, I'm just like, that's it. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. But yeah, some of these like an hour 17, an hour 20, you know, uh, almost like feature length. And they, they just, 
breeze right by. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's really just, cool. I love you know how, with streaming, like especially with Netflix is really and HBO. They're both really good about like don't worry about how long. There's no there's no requirement for episode length. Yeah. So it's like they just make it as long as it needs to be. Same thing with episodes. Yeah, make as many episodes as you need and make them as long as they need to be too. So if one's shorter or one's longer, like whatever, who cares? Whatever, yeah. As it's great. Um yeah. Yeah. And that's so Stranger Things season 4 fucking A+. Plus. A+. Plus. A+. Plus. It's yeah. uh yeah. I I kind of hope that this is the last of it mm-hmm. because I wouldn't I wouldn't want this. I I'd like if this if the second part of this season sticks the landing. Yeah. And I think it will. I think I hope they just leave it at that and not tempt fate again with a, a fifth season where it's like, not. They, to, I mean, not. I mean, if, if they can do it, great. But I don't know. It's, they, the longer you go, that, obviously, the, yeah. They, they said that they, there's an end. Like they, they've yeah. already said that, like publicly. Like, yeah, no, no. It's it's not going on forever. There's an end. I just don't remember if they right, said. Somebody, yeah, my Google powers. Out, yeah. yeah. And then, um, um, have you seen? Did you watch Obi Wan? I have not. Okay. Uh, I'll probably watch it either tonight or tomorrow. Okay. Um, I heard good things about it. Did you? Yeah, yeah. The first two episodes I did. I mean, because I think they just, I think they released two. Two, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I actually heard it was actually pretty good. I mean, because I honestly had no interest in watching it. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about all you want to know. Yeah. I just <laughs> yeah, I watched it last night. I'll wait to, it, we can talk oh, about it. Oh, you saw it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I, 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 it's all in your face. I, I know how you, what you thought about it. <laughs> It reads you like a book, my friend. <laughs> uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Da, da, da. Every interview is going to be Trying to see. I saw. Yeah. Oh, this is... Okay, Stranger Things 4 is not the last season. Okay, so there's one more then. Yeah. Uh, again, like, and, and that, that makes me confirm that the Mind Flayer is the actual leader of the Upside Down, and that'll be the last season. Okay, yeah. Duffer, Ross Duffer replies, season four won't be the end. We know what the end is, and we know when it is. Oh. Um, the pandemic has given us time to look ahead, figure out what is best for the show. So, yeah, there will be a five. That's all they said, though. So, yeah. Oh, so maybe six, maybe seven. Maybe six. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I agree, though. I hope it wraps up soon. There's only so much more <clears throat> you can do with this. But as long yeah. as they know that there's an ending, then I'm, I like. I always I'm like hearing that. Yeah. yeah. I always love hearing that. Yeah. No, we know where this is going. The worst okay. thing you can do is just like, no, nah, we're just going until, I don't know. That's yeah. the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah, until Netflix stops paying us. Yeah, yeah. So as long as they know there's an end, I'm okay with it. Yeah, and, I, and I'm glad because I, I want to see a little bit more. <laughs> I'm not ready. I know, for, me too. Me too. I'm not ready I, for yeah. it to be over. Yeah. Yeah. I might, okay. I, might, I might go back and rewatch season one too. I've seen season one a bunch of times. Uh, I've never rewatched the other seasons, but I want to rewatch season four, but I kind of want to start from the beginning and, and get it all done. You know, for me, I, I mean, so I would rank, I mean, I'm not, I'll take four out because it's still, it's not, not done yet. Yeah. But of the three seasons, for me, it's one, three, two. Same. Same. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of figured that's probably everybody's because I really like season three. three season I thought three the great. inclusion of the Russians was, was pretty cool. So fun. And and uh, Billy was an amazing villain. Yeah. He was fucking yeah. great. He and, was. you know, like that giant monster that comes out at the end is just like the dead body parts of all the things it's killed. It was yeah. fucking rad. Was, I was like, holy yeah. shit, that's brutal. That, yeah, that's that was really hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Well, I'll put that on while I work. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, all, all in for Stranger Things. I was so happy that it came back so strong. This yeah. this season felt so confident 
and uh, like they really they, they were trying to they're trying to say something. It's, it's yeah. good. It's really good. Yeah, they know where they're going, and you know, and like you say, confident. This is very yeah. Uh, they, they they obviously feel confident in the story where it's going, and it comes through. Yeah, and uh, every 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 episode. So yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and it's yeah. cool too. Like so, they, you kind of feel sorry. They kind of like feel like when they introduce Lucas again, you feel like because he joins up with the the basketball team. Uh, vigilante thing and you're like oh shit yeah. he's gonna turn and he's because he does for a minute he wants to be accepted with them and he wants to be the cool kid and he and then they realize oh they're gonna go after dustin and then that's when he kind of turns back he's like nope yeah i'm still Can't a nerd and i'm going back and that was really nice to see because like oh man like yeah, I mean, i'm glad they didn't drag him. it out yeah yeah i'm that, glad they didn't drag that out either it's totally. like as soon as he they, he finds out what's happening with, the, with with this group you know he does his best to kind of lead them uh, in the opposite direction of where uh, his friends are, and I'm glad there wasn't some big thing. It was like, oh, should I? Or... Yes. It's like, no. He knew. He yeah. knew. It was like, no, no. You, these people are crazy. I You're really not liked it. With my friends. Yeah. I yeah. really liked it. And he had this really nice speech in the beginning where he was like, "I've always supported you guys. Can't you support me too?" He had this yeah. really like great. Thing. I was like, "Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. That's like good. He's a good friend." Yeah. Yeah. That uh, when I saw that, I I got I was like, fuck. I just yeah. thought about. The, the, the all the times that I've missed your shows and I'm like fuck ah, man I'm such a dick <laughs> well Vecna's not Never coming again. for you so it's fine it's fine yeah well I hope not I hope not because I mean I got a lot of shit in my head where it's like man <laughs> same same but yeah man so good so fucking good yeah everybody yeah check it out everybody you'll, you'll, I mean I'm, I'm sure I mean I'm yeah I'm sure everybody's probably seen it by now. Yeah, but if you're mean? worried, if you think like it's gone on too long, it's not going to be good. You're wrong. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's I good. was worried yeah. going in. Glad to say that I was, I was uh, wrong to be fearful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they definitely know their strength. Like they're leaning into like the groups of friendships and their chemistry and and like they they combine the perfect people together. Yeah, the different pods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which actually, I guess maybe because I mean this, this is the first season where I mean. They're outside of Hawkins. You know what I mean? Like, except they, for they, eleven they, in the last season, she was outside of Hawkins. Right. Yeah. Yeah. True. But they, yeah, they've expanded it. The scope of yeah. things, which has, I mean, California, Alaska, Alaska Russia, Russia yeah. yeah, Utah, Colorado, which, like, yeah, yeah, which really uh, helps just in terms of, um, uh, what I'm trying to say, just it just helps the show. You know, yeah. the, the scope of it, and you know, keeps you that much more engaged because all these different things are going on. In all these different areas, and with the exception of eleven, for some for some rehearsed in, in the facility, everything else is so exciting and engaging. Where you're just like, almost like game, almost like Game of Thrones, just, like good at the good say, seasons, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where you know you're you're with one group and you're enjoying that, but you're like, okay, uh, when are we gonna get back to these other people? Because I really want to check, you know, yeah. catch up with them. Uh, this season, these episodes have that same vibe. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Two thumbs up. Agreed. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. All right. Is that it? I think so. Uh, are you going to check out Top Gun Maverick? Oh, yeah. Um, I want to see that. Yeah, I do want to see that. I might see it tomorrow. I have a day off tomorrow, which is cool. Um, yeah, man, I got to say, since I started this new job, it's like I'm actually having to work now. Like, for <laughs> real, for real work, like and with the schedule, which is yeah. good because, you know, I, I have – I mean, they're not like not like any they're not ball busters or nothing, but I like knowing that I started this time. Yeah, I ended this time totally, and nobody will contact me after that. Everybody's so at home. Good. Everybody, That's we're so off. Good. 
And so while I missed the freedom that I had with, with Ukes, where I could just, you know, set my schedule any kind of way, I love the fact that once that my my end of day arrives, like that's it. You can be done. I can be done. No surprise meetings at 10 o'clock at night or whatever. I can just be done. I can enjoy my night, do what I got to do. And it's it's great, that's so you good. know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm really digging that. I was going somewhere with that. Shit. Oh, oh, so, so yeah, so I have Monday off because it's the... Oh, right, holiday. Uh, holiday. So I'm thinking I might go see Top Gun tomorrow. Because um, I hear really good things about that, too. I think it's nice. like 96% uh, Rotten Tomato. Goddamn. I mean, that's what it was a couple of days ago. I mean, Tom um, Cruise knows how to make a movie. He does. He's a crazy cultist, but goddamn, the guy works his <laughs> ass, that guy works his ass off. The power of Scientology, my I, friend. <laughs> I guess it doesn't work for anybody but him, but sure. Oh shit! It's actually it's I I undersold it. It's ninety seven percent. Ooh. With three hundred and nineteen reviews. Wow, that's that's pretty damn solid. Yeah. Huh. Holy shit. I mean, that the motherfucker learned impressive. how to fly a fighter jet for a movie, so I think, uh, you know, yeah. he probably He's wouldn't. Com he commits himself wholeheartedly. He does. Like I said, like, he's shit. nuts, but, like, yeah, I mean, he he really, really is probably the hardest working. <clears throat> I even heard stuntmen say that he's the gnarliest stuntman in Hollywood. Like, yeah. Stuntmen say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes with the gusto. Yeah, man, he really does. He's yeah. jumping jumping buildings in Mission Impossible and flying planes. He's a bad motherfucker. He's a bad motherfucker, man. He's, like, 60 years old. Yeah. Yeah, he is a bad dude, man. Good. It's too bad he's crazy, but like, yeah, I guess I guess it all helps him be who he is. So yeah. Uh, all right, uh, what are you doing the rest of the day? Um, I'm gonna try to get a workout in. Maybe hit the bag around. Uh, and then I just I got a few hours before that dinner. I don't want to go. I want to hang out with everybody, but I just I don't want to go out. Well, I mean, you going to a restaurant? Yeah, dinner? it's a restaurant, and then uh, and then the movie. In the movie, yeah. I mean, you can skip maybe just skip the dinner if you don't want to do that, and just meet it's them true. at the theater. You know, and just say, oh, you know, I'm kind of I got a client, so I have to. Unfortunately, I have to miss uh, <laughs> dinner, but I'll definitely be there for the for the showing of yeah. uh, Burt Reynolds uh, in a car with Smokey and the Bandit shit. Yeah, yeah I'm dying to hear your thoughts on Smokey and the Bandit. I, me too, man. I don't, I don't know if I've ever. So you got to go just for that. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen it, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I've only ever seen. I remember, you know, back in the '80s. Speaking of, I've always seen the uh, video case for it. And, yes. Uh, Blockbuster and all the other yes. video rental shops I used to go to. I think that's my relationship with it as well. Yeah. Yeah, unless I saw it like when I was visiting my dad or something like that. I don't, I don't know. We didn't watch a lot of movies at that with him. All right. Um, uh, rate and review on iTunes. Like and subscribe wherever us. Follow us on Twitter at uh, at Bombcast Podcast. And that's it. That's it. All right. right. Peace. Peace. Bombcast.